In life's journey, we must seek to reflect, learn, and grow. Welcome to the Road to Rediscovery with your host, Aubrey Johnson. Hello, and welcome to another great episode of the Road to Rediscovery. I'm your host, Aubrey Johnson. I'm so excited that you're here with me today. We have a very special guest. We're going to have a great conversation. As you all know, the Road to Rediscovery is about reflecting on life's lessons to learn and grow from them and take it to the next level and help others who are struggling and going through dark times. Let's take a moment to talk about visualization. When you visualize something, that can be an amazing seed of potential for what's to come. With a growth mindset, visualization can be the driving force of becoming your better self. My next guest not only serves in this capacity, but he lives it. With 13 years of practice as a Buddhist, he empowers others through guided visualizations and music to help them realize their true potential. Among Buddhism, he studied Reiki, shamanic healing, mindfulness, and a lot more. Let's welcome Jim Rajan to the show. Jim, hey, welcome to the show, man. How are you doing today? Hey, Aubrey. Thank you so much for inviting me on your show. It's a, it's a pleasure. Um, I'm really well. Uh, I'm, yeah, really well, raring to go. I think we're going to have a lovely conversation. Oh, likewise, likewise, my friend. So let's just dive in, right? Let's talk about, um, share with the listeners, you know, where you're from, your upbringing, and, and, and what you've discovered, uh, especially in your formative years when it came to identity. Yeah, okay. So I'm half Indian, half English, and I grew up in, in the UK, uh, and I was born there. Identity was something very, that was very difficult for me to find. Um, when, you're, when, when you're of mixed races, I'm half English and half Indian, so I'm not English and I'm not Indian, no? Mm -hmm. and, and so it took me many years to, to really find out who I am, mm -hmm. what do I stand for? What are my own values? Obviously I have the values of my family. I have a wonderful family um, and I have the conditioning of my country and uh, education, my society. But I really, from a very young age, felt very kind of unrooted and, and lost and didn't really understand life or, or didn't really understand who I was and, and definitely didn't understand how important it is to have a purpose or a mission in life. And so I just kind of fell through my early years of life up until into my 20s, really, um, and had no real understanding that the, the responsibility of my own life is in my hands and no one else's. Uh, and often what people do is we just assume that we give away our power to other people and that's how life is. But when I really begin, began to understand to take care of my own energy and, and take responsibility for my own life, um, life just it, it became amazing. It, it took on some wonderfully subtle new qualities and, um, and it put me on a journey of, of learning, um, a, a, kind of a journey of sort of seeking spirit, really. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Very nice. Now, you, you, you spoke about um, drawing your own energy and knowing that to build a life of purpose and your identity, not just a, an identity, but your identity, um, that has to start from within, right? Um, a question that I'm sure the listeners uh, are wondering, because I think we've all been here at one time or another, is we naturally can receive energy from other people, right? Uh, positive energy, negative energy, uh, depending on, you know, the words they say to us, the, the facial expressions, um, just, just the interactivity, right? So we can draw energy from people. Um, how do we start ourselves on the path uh, where energy must be drawn from within to, to put us on the right track? Uh, does, does that make yeah. sense? I'm, 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 you know, I think, I think, I think it's, I think it happens, you know, but, but where's that spark 
to where it happens from within? Yeah, I think um, when, for, for me, um, enlightenment, essentially, which is what you're kind of talking about, mm -hmm. came through a lot of suffering. Mm. Um, I had um, various moments of suffering in my life from, from quite an early age and, and difficult situations. Mm -hmm. uh, and those difficult situations made me reflect on on this on this entity that sits here in front of you talking now right. what what is this what why am i here you know why am i here but but right. but much more than that what what am i doing what what is the point of humanity i, I took a real kind of head-on collision course with with a lot of issues that no one could really give me the answer to mm. um and everyone who had an answer their answer just seemed a bit too polished or um overly organized to draw my energy into into you know into something without right. it being its own specific thing right. and so i had various moments that, that where i had to really look deep inside and say well why has that thing happened to me um obviously it's here for a reason everything for me everything in life is a lesson right and yes. some some of those lessons they hurt no and that's fine Very and they're much. supposed they're supposed to hurt life is not supposed to be easy otherwise you wouldn't learn anything um i i have this i have this vision that no one can prove but i have this vision that before we come to this life um, we decide certain decide on certain things that may happen in it. No? Mm -hmm. we, there's a book called something to do with uh, making contracts with life or something. And, and, and so I'm here to learn lessons and those lessons are in a way were pre-decided by me. So I feel that when, when those difficult times came, sorry, mm -hmm. it really drew me inside to the point where I arrived at my essence. I arrived at what the, the real, well, I am, I am this, I am uh, from this country. I, I have this background. My family is like this. Right. I have this kind of education. I have all, I have all of these stories that I've been given. Right. But, but what's the story that I'm giving? Uh, I'm living a load of stories, but are any of them actually mine? And if not, why not? And, and, and obviously not. So what am I going to do about it? Mm -hmm. And that really took me on a, on a journey to, to kind of find mission, to really, really find a way of living my life that was of value to other people, but more to, to me, so that I really felt that I'm, I'm doing something, even the tiniest little things, like smiling at someone or singing a song to a child, you know, anything. Not, not, it doesn't have to be huge, enormous missions of becoming a world famous whatever. No, just tiny little things in one's everyday life to really um, show me that there's a reason that I was given this life, I think. Yeah. I see. No, that's beautiful. Beautiful. Makes perfect sense. So the spark can actually be an outward event or something that happens to us uh, with a circumstance or situation in our life. But the self-awareness that we have um, and the growth mindset that we have uh, that takes over from within uh, mm. as, as a, as a result of the initial spark of whatever that event is. Right. Mm. Yeah. I mean, for example, I'm very fortunate. I have my father, he's, uh, he's of Indian descent, but he was born in East Africa, in Tanzania. No? Mm, okay. um, uh -huh. And his, his parents migrated there because they had no money and there was, um, they were told that in East Africa that there was a way of them making a living. And so my father, when he was 18 years old, he came from, they had literally nothing, but he had a UK passport because of mm. the Commonwealth. And so he went on his own to the UK in the early 60s to a country in that moment that was very racist, that was very close-minded, that was very uh, empirical, Mm -hmm. And he, he built a life for himself. And so I, I, I'm so fortunate to have a story of someone who went from nothing and understood that they could build or construct their own existence instead of 
just well this is life this is yeah. existence right. fit in it somewhere because that's all you've got and so i had that wonderful image and so to, to know his spark to know that his spark was a better life a life of opportunity a need for opportunity that that wasn't available to him when maybe many people around him were happy with uh, with what they had you know, or, or were were surviving without mm -hmm. looking for anything different so i, I think the that the spark that you talk about i think everyone has that spark coming to them in many different ways right, but many right. of us our, our eyes are just closed or, or we're not aware of it or we're not ready for it to come and so in in the in the case of many people there has to be a kind of real explosion of i'm sorry that's it you cannot carry on living like this anymore it doesn't right. work Right. You are going, we're going to just destroy your life and you're going to have to pick up the pieces. But in picking up the pieces, magic is going to happen. You know, you're going That's to right. find some wonderful opportunities, wonderful gifts. Mm -hmm. um, you will have to go through suffering. It will be difficult, but the, the greater good is, is at the other end for you. 100%. I completely agree, Jim. I completely agree. You brought one thing up when it came to story, right? Um, talking about... Um, you know, your story and what story are you living? Um, I was wondering what your thoughts are when it comes to uh, people's stories. Uh, in my view, everyone has a story. Okay, but does your story define who you are? Does your story define who you are? I think you, it does if you let it. Um, I, I think it does if, you're, if, if you allow, allow yourself to be passive or if you allow yourself to live a reactive life instead of a proactive life. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'll give you one of my stories. Um, I, I live in Spain. Uh, I, 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 I come from the UK. I live in Spain um, because I have a daughter who, when she was a baby, she was extremely ill. No, she had a very rare form of cancer when she was just nearly two years old. Mm. Now, that was the most extremely, extremely painful experience that a person could go through. She, she, she survived. We worked incredibly hard to make sure she did. But there were lo a lot of other people um, in, the, in that sphere who I would see in hospital with their own children having chemotherapy or having operations or having, frankly, horrid things done. Right. Who, who, who would, you could see they'd already given up. And they were just going through the motions and, and maybe there was even a, an assumption of, of not getting out of this with a good result. No? And that happened. I saw so many people like that. And it, it really angered me because I thought, well, if, if this kid, if my daughter has chosen me to hold her hand through this thing that she essentially maybe decided or knew she was going to go through in this life, Mm -hmm. how dare I not live up to that expectation? How, mm. how dare I? No. So obviously okay. me and my wife, it was, it was a very difficult experience. Um, and my wife is from Argentina. And so she didn't have any family in the UK apart from me and my family and right. very difficult experience. Um, and eventually my daughter was okay. And, that, and now she's, she's 11 years old and she's amazing. She's it's beautiful. She's on fire. Awesome. Um, uh, but she does have certain challenges and we found that she needed to live in warmer weather, which is why we moved to Spain. Gotcha. But, uh, but you see that story, my story of, of that is, um, is no greater or no lesser than any of your stories or any of the stories of the people listening to this. But it's one that defined not me, it, it, it defined the quality of my action the quality of my ability to take action for example within that story um i had uh, somebody sit down me uh, sit, sit me down uh, me and my wife and say your daughter's probably not going to survive this no? um i mean ima imagine that it was horrible i don't i really don't want want you to imagine that but there, there was also times where i had to fight tooth and nail against oncologists who wanted to give my daughter more and more chemotherapy because they frankly had no idea what they were doing. And they just 
were living, they were going by a protocol of, oh, well, we do this, and if this didn't work, we do that, and then if that doesn't work, we, well, we do that. No? But there was no common sense. There was no someone sitting down going, all right, okay, so we've got a problem here. Um, what, are, what are all of the um, different parts of that problem? Let, let's work out what's the best possible solution. And I was doing it, and I, I, me and my wife, we were the only ones doing it, mm. to the point where it, it, it caused me to take actions that, that for me, I was, I, I was amazed at how brave I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was amazed at how brave I was. Yeah. Um, because of the actions that it made me take. And, and it's that spark again. There was a spark of, no, I can't, I can't accept this. I can't accept this way of life. I cannot accept right. this thing is happening. That's I right. have to do something. That's right. But there, there were so many people who were just like, well, I can't do anything. I'm not a doctor. I'm not an oncologist. Yeah. I don't know any of these things. I'm not, you know, they, you, as soon as you put yourself below someone else, mm. you've given up. And, and there is no difference between me or you or an oncologist who's been practicing 30 years. Who's got more common sense? Who's got the ability to really think something seriously through from their heart? How many of us do that? But so many people, we just live from our mind. We just live from the stories that other people have given us that we haven't even really bothered to make our own identity out of. Mm -hmm. So I would say uh, stories are, are what make up life. You know, life is just a list of experiences, really. And the more, for me, the more I can cram in there, the, the better. Yeah. <laughs> you, you and I both, Jim. You and I both. I love it. Love it. Well, thank you for that insight. Um, much, much appreciated. So um, the experience you mentioned um, with your daughter and going through cancer and chemotherapy, you know, I'm a father, I have a son, I have a daughter. Incredibly traumatic. I can't begin to imagine what you've gone through. And I can't begin to, to imagine just what was weighing on the hearts and the minds of the other parents that you saw in the hospitals as they were taking their children through chemotherapy and, uh, and, and all the other types of treatments, you know, so um, um, that, that, is, that is something a parent never wishes to go through or wishes of any other parent to go through. So um, I must commend you and your wife for your um, tenacity and your resilience and your resolve because uh, the beautiful face you see when you look in your daughter's eyes today is the result of you refusing to accept this as fate, right? As fate. Mm. So I want to ask you, um, what reflection points have you had on that experience that has strengthened you for what you do and how you serve today? Um, I think that the main thing that I've learned from that experience was, was the gratitude for that experience. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, when I, I, I don't want to, to sound like I was any better than any other parent or more powerful or, or more wise than, than any other parent. I, I just, I spent a lot of my time really trying to inspire the other people there to take other options and, and look for other ways to just kind of build their own life force or, 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 or you know, kind of strengthen their own resolve or energy or right. resilience. Right. Um, but, but really, I, I, I used to find myself talking a lot afterwards about that experience and saying, I'm so grateful for it. Obviously, I'm not grateful that my child went through that experience, but no, no. what that experience gave me was mind blowing. It just it essentially it destroyed my understanding of normal life. And, and not only that, but it then it ripped me from normal life and just spat me out on the side. Mm. Uh, and I was lost. And, and then normal things just didn't make sense. And all of the things that I used to care about were of no value. And all of the games, all the little games that I used to play that everyone plays of, of kind of gentle manipulation or... Yeah. Or, or, or of one-upmanship or competition, all of those just sort of, I was, I, I, they just fell to pieces in my hands. And I thought, well, 
I've, I, I have, I'm I've genuinely, honestly grateful that somebody has done that to me because then I can rebuild my life from the ground up in a way that I'm really proud of. Yes. I, I don't, yes. I, I wouldn't want anyone else to go through something like that, that, but at the same time, I kind of would, because if a lot of people, a lot of people, they are so, um, so they believe in their own life so much that if you were to tear them away from that and just sit them on the sidelines and go, have a think about that for a bit, um, they would have to do the same thing or completely give up. And I don't nice. think, I, I, I believe too much in the human spirit. I, I don't believe someone would give up. I think you, even it, it might take a while, but eventually you would take your life in your own hands and go, all right, yeah, okay. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to do something because yes. I have to. You know, the spark, yes. that, the, the real, I mean, wh what, it, what is the spark? The, the spark is its intention. It's the power of intent the will to to really create or transform something or do something or make something um mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah no i i i get it and 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 i understand um it's really something you know um the the makeup of our spirit um our fiber our fabric uh the metal within us um truly comes through in the most dire and desperate of times, you know, um, where the spirit is driven to the edge in, uh, in you thinking to yourselves, okay, am I going to just do or die? Am I going to do this or am I going to will wither away, you know? Mm -hmm. And the, the strength of the human spirit, uh, I, I feel as well, um, um, uh, decides to fight decides yeah. to uh, keep the resolve um i i interestingly i did a i have an instagram channel and um and mm -hmm. i did a video i do a video every day on it and i did a video the other day about conviction um and we had an affirmation about conviction mm -hmm. and so many people responded to it because when you when you're like you know what i know this thing is going to hurt but i'm doing it anyway absolutely i don't care yeah. If I die, I die. Yeah. There's another life waiting for me, maybe yeah. or maybe not, whatever your belief is. No. Right, um, right, right. But, but living from a place of real conviction, conviction is the most transformative, powerful, um, I don't know what the word is, energy or um, force yes. that yes. human beings I have. I agree. I really do. I mean, you know, um, and, and one thing that kind of, that kind of, uh, gets me by that I, that I think of when I'm in a moment where I'm, you know, I'm in conviction of myself for something I've done. Okay. Um, conviction to me is breaking down to build up. Right. Um, now that is productive. That is transformational to your point. Um, in my mind, it is. Um, now what is not is condemning. Condemning is, uh, that is not productive. That, uh, that is not transformational. You know, again, in my mind, um, to condemn, you're just, just, just shutting it down and not doing anything about it. Right. Uh, mm. but, but conviction really breaks you down to build you up. Yeah. I think, I think everyone has the capacity to, to live with conviction. Um, I think everyone has the capacity to live with meaning, um, uh, live with mission yes i think that our education or the education system needs to radically change because instead of filling children with information if you gave a child the opportunity to grow their own self-esteem and their own conviction their own inner strength or inner power or inner wisdom or just to believe in themselves mm -hmm they could get that information themselves from whatever means necessary in their life. Sure. But that, that person would grow into someone of real value for their society. And, and it, they wouldn't have to be some enormously powerful leader of politics or anything. They could be 
um, something as wonderful as a flower shop owner. But every person who came into that shop would yeah. just be, would leave feeling like, oh, wow, that person just talking to me has changed something in me. Yeah. No? Yeah, for sure. No, absolutely. You know, I mean, it starts with that spark and mm. with uh, a change. And I don't think it would be a major change, but in the educational system, you know, to, um, to kind of, to kind of, I don't know, to kind of push that spark so it cultivates into a beautiful flame within the, our youth mm -hmm. to, to go and do the things that you're mentioning, Jim. Mm, I think there was, there's, you know, there's always positive and negative in life. Everyone right. has light and everyone has darkness and you always right. will. There will always be light and dark. There will yeah. always be positive and negative in your life. Mm -hmm. But how you go to that negative um, uh, you know, do, do you see that negative thing as an obstacle or an, as, a, as an opportunity? Do you see it as a learning experience or as something that's going to destroy you? Um, and I, I, I really feel that the, the, the way that you build that is you have to, so, well, essentially, I'm just repeating myself, you, you have to build it. No one will build that for you. Yeah. It's for you to take each day as something special and, and use each day to grow. I mean, for example, I have failed in my life thousands of times. And the, the, early on, the failures, they hurt me. And I used to feel terrible. I thought, I'm useless. I can't do this. I'm, I'm of no value. Other people are great at this stuff. And I'm useless at it. And, but eventually, I kept on failing so much that I kind of got a bit bored of putting myself down. And I thought, well, <laughs> all right. Okay, well, I failed that why what, what what did i do wrong uh right. oh okay oh maybe it was that i'll do something different and then maybe i failed again oh well okay so it's still not working but mm -hmm. I, I i feel this urge to to go down this road um i, I, I i'll just keep going and yeah. something will sort itself out and perseverance i mean if you could teach a kid perseverance that would that's like a miracle in, in, in a package for a child, no? Oh, it totally is. It totally is. And in, in fact, um, that kind of that kind of trickles over to my next question for you. Uh, I want I want us to dive into the amazing things that you're doing to help people. Okay, giving them inspiration, giving them empowerment, uh, helping them to visualize and realize their own potential of what they're mm -hmm. capable of. Okay, share, share, can you share with the listeners? Um, you know, how are, how are you helping serve people uh, mm -hmm. in that capacity? Well, I, I'm doing a lot of different things because I'm, I'm a bit hyperactive and I can't really stop. I'm, I'm very creative. I'm just always doing stuff all the time. Sure, um, sure. So really about 25 years ago, I got into shamanic healing and Reiki and different kinds of healing uh, and then Buddhism. Uh, and uh, I practice a, a form of Japanese Buddhism called Nichiren Buddhism. Yeah. And Nichiren Buddhism is a very empowering practice and it's a very active practice. You don't meditate, you chant a particular phrase and sometimes you're even shouting this phrase over and over again. And essentially what you're doing in, in, in Nichiren Buddhism is you are enlivening, if that's a word, kind of um, empowering your own life force. You're giving yourself strength to then go out uh, in, into the world and, and deal with life. And you mm. do it every day and it's a very disciplined practice. You do it every day, twice a day. And there's a whole organization behind it called the Soka Gakkai, which in, in English means um, value creating society. So we, we are a, a group of people who go and try to create value in society. Now, when I started practicing Buddhism, um, I was doing healing and all kinds of different things, but at the same time, I didn't really believe in myself and I didn't really believe in my own abilities. But as I, as I carried on chanting, as I carried on my Buddhist practice, I, I became more truly myself and I started to tr more truly believe in myself and who I am and what I'm here to do and not reject it and say, oh, but that's silly and uh, comparing myself to other people. And, you know, comparing yourself to other people is just the, the venom, the venom of all things. It's um, toxic. But Very toxic. It is, but eventually I, I got over that. I thought, okay, well, I love helping people. I am a healer. 
I'm going to really find a way to help people um, help themselves. And so I do um, a thing called healing ceremonies where, to be honest with you, most of my clients are in, uh, are in North America, in Canada, um, some in Brazil, a lot of people in Europe, uh, where I essentially connect without Zoom or Skype, just through, with, with the, the person's frequency, mm. what the person's kind of essential frequency or, or purest frequency, and then help it rebalance and relay back to that person what, what essentially they told me. So that, that's one of the things I do. Uh, and I'm really proud of that. And I'm helping people to really become empowered by essentially listening to themselves. No? Because I'm, I'm connecting to you and I'm not interpreting. I'm saying, this is what you're saying. This is what you're telling me that you need. No? So go and do this and this and this because that's what your heart desires. Mm. Um, and then as uh, uh, I have this Instagram channel, where we do affirmations. Now, uh, affirmations I uh, originally found in, in my Buddhist practice, because when you really say something from your heart, I mean, I have a book uh, that, that I've written with, with some affirmations in it, and, and it's a beautiful thing. And one of the, the best ones in it is, today I'm on fire. So you can say that from your head, today I'm on fire, today I'm on fire, today. And, and, and it's just words and it doesn't mean anything. No. But when you really say it from here, from your heart, today, I'm on fire, that creates a relayed response within you. Your, your cells hear that and they go, oh, all right, today we're on fire. Come on, let's go. And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and that then produces action within you right. and you start doing things differently. With affirmations, you need to do it a lot. I mean, you, uh, today I'm on fire, for example. Um, uh, that's one of the ones when I really started the channel and we had loads of people doing it maybe right. 20 or 30 times a day. And by the end of the day, the people were sending me messages. I mean, I'm probably one of the few people who likes receiving direct messages on Instagram. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. look me up and, and send me a, a message. But, um, but the people were just like, you know what? That one was amazing. It just it's like some kind of energetic thing happened and I didn't feel like I even did anything, but something changed. I, I had a woman the other day who said to me, um, she bought my book and she picked three, um, three affirmations uh, and she's having a very difficult time with coronavirus. Uh, her husband lost his job. Uh, she had um, a kind of chronic illness that's not for me to, to tell to the whole world. Sure, sure, sure. But um, she said, right, you know, I'm, I'm going to pick these three and I'm going to do them. Uh, and, after doing it for three days, uh, her husband got offered a job. Um, her, the amount of pain she had massively decreased, and she also found kind of alternative medicine ways of, of helping herself. Um, lo loads of kind of big and little things just seemed to seemed to happen to her. But it's not magic because magic doesn't exist, and it's not a miracle because well, I mean, a miracle is what a miracle is something that you produce when you're in a very special state. And so essentially an affirmation, it causes you to be in a very special state. And then really, because you're vibrating in a different way, I mean, people bandy the word vibration around a lot and it almost, it's a bit hippie-ish, but it's, it's like when, you're, when your energetic, when your frequency is different because every part of your body has its own frequency, each cell, um, each organ has its own frequency. So when your frequency changes, it's impossible for, for um, the environment to be the same. If you change, it's impossible for your environment to be the same. That's a very Buddhist thing. You know, the, the, your environment is a mirror. So if you're feeling down and everything is rubbish and you're all unhappy, then you're going to have an awful day. But if yeah. you're like, uh, today I'm on fire. Even if you have to convince yourself you're on fire and you have to say the affirmation a hundred times, on the hundredth time, you're on fire and your day has changed. And so you are the master of your reality. And many people hear that from me and they're like, what? Yeah, but um, <laughs> I've, been I've been conditioned to not believe that. Right. Well, come to me. Let's help you remove some of that conditioning because everyone has layers and layers of conditioning. Mm -hmm. 
very easy to remove. Uh, it takes work, of course, but when you, when you start to live uh, your purer self, you know, from a place of purity, without all these stories you've been given, um, without all of the, the, the difficulties that you had when you were a child that you weren't able to overcome, right. you, know, you can literally vibrate on a different frequency, and I mean that in a scientific way, um, and life, your external life cannot carry on the same. It has to be different. <laughs> well, I tell you, Jim, uh, you must be really, really in tune, not with just yourself, but with uh, things around you. And the reason why I say that is because it's almost as if you were reading the questions on my paper. That was my <laughs> next question. I was going to ask you to really break down vibe and frequency in its truest sense, right? Mm -hmm. And spot on nail on the head. That was my next question. So, hey, we're not going to worry about that one. But one thing I do want the listeners to understand and to learn more about from, from you with, uh, with your incredible insights, Jim, is your guided visualizations, okay? Um, from what I read on your site, some of your followers have said your guided visualizations has uh, felt like flying or, or floating through dreams. Uh, um, can, can you... I don't want to say walk us through a guided visualization, but, but just, just describe for us at a high level um, that, how that experience would go for, for someone. Yeah, so I mean, you have, uh, you have meditation where you sit in silence and often, there are lots of different kinds of meditation, Taoist meditation, Buddhist meditation, where you essentially kind of do a thing right. while sitting in silence. Right. Um, then you have guided meditations where you have someone a recording or a person in front of you saying, okay, now we're, we're going to take you through uh, a thing to do a thing within your body. Huh? Okay. Yeah. Um, I, um, I, I've learned from some amazing, amazing masters and some amazing people about how you can really use visualization, which is not meditation. I mean, you do sit there in silence with your eyes closed, or maybe you lie down even, but you're using the power of imagination because when you um when you trick the subconscious mind it can you can essentially get it to create things for you right. now you you have the conscious mind and you have the subconscious mind um so let me really try and do this in a really clear way the the, the subconscious mind is the creator it's the manifester in your life it just happens to produce things in your life and situations and people to help you on your path, to help you on your path of, of seeking spirit, for example. Mm -hmm. um, and the conscious mind is, is the one that you use to calculate and just um, maneuver your daily life. Right. And the right. conscious mind is, uh, is the one who tells the subconscious mind what to do. Mm -hmm. So if you can find a way of directing or manipulating or enforcing a certain thing on the conscious mind it sends that information to the subconscious mind and the subconscious mind will make changes that is obviously just a theory that i can't prove but um, uh, there, there's a there's a lot of masters out there who who go into great detail about these things so what i've done is through my own meditative practice right um and and for me I mean, every day I have to, I have to chant and I have to meditate and I have to do some kind of yoga because if, and something to do with my body as well, because if not, I'm, I'm a disaster. Uh, and I think many people are as well. Yeah. But yeah. so I, um, through my own meditative practice, I've, and a lot of research, I found a lot of interesting ways, generally through storytelling, to take people on a journey within themselves to do something. I see. Um, okay. So the other day we did, uh, I did a live on Instagram that went down beautifully about, uh, it was a part of one of my courses um, and the course is called Avalon, the path to true confidence. And in Avalon, there's one part, which is called the ceremony of the white feather. And I won't tell you the whole story, but essentially you go back, um, and we take you on a very visual journey and it's not hypnosis. It's really just you using your imagination to, to take yourself on a journey. Right. And, and we take you back to your, to, to meet all your ancestors and find the one 
who wasn't given a white feather. And, and if you go and check out that course, you'll understand why. Mm, wow. um, and the people wow. who came back to me about that live um, Instagram live, they were just, they couldn't believe that they were able to go back and see a particular ancestor and see the, the trauma that that person had gone through. And yeah. then they could do something about it by, by redeeming or, or, you know, helping that person, giving them the white feather so that person could then carry on to their next life. Right. Um, right. And so that, while that is a story, it comes from um, kind of factual ideas. You know? I haven't just come up with that. Sure. So really visualizations what they do is they help you think in a different way and process things in a different way and in so doing your thoughts have changed and your understanding of life has changed and therefore your subconscious mind is listening going ah okay i'm not going to do that anymore we're going this way <laughs> i see uh, and so you've <laughs> tricked it yeah it's not really a trick that's a kind of horrible trick but you've yeah essentially you've you've got got one over on your subconscious mind mm -hmm. to help you release trauma or to to really help you understand something about yourself and therefore empower you uh, all of my work uh, uh, i mean nichiren buddhism um all of my work essentially is about empowering other people when i do a healing ceremony with someone um i had one the other day uh, and some things came out that were actually quite dark and negative and so if I give you that information in a dark and negative way, are you going to feel better? Not really. In fact, you're, you're, I'm going to make you feel worse and I'm going to make you doubt yourself uh, and I'm going to help your confidence to go down. So it's up to me to find a way to deliver information to you that is empowering to you, that you mm. can use. Because I work really hard to use my life every day yes and i and i i will other people to do that i i really really try and will other people to do that as well because when you live in that way it's life just gives you the most wonderful gifts the most wonderful gifts incredible incredible beautiful and i agree i agree there are dividends in life that uh that, that you, you receive 10 times over, multiple times over, you know, if you, if you, if you take that time to be still, reflect, uh, grow, learn, and, and, and I'm a true believer of um, the mind's eye as well. So there's, uh, there, there truly is something that we can see in our mind's eye, even with our eyes closed, that can be, um, can 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 be a path it could be a path it could be a destination it could be a goal right so um i really appreciate you sharing that insight jim absolutely I, mean, I really do i think i think that everyone is psychic i think everyone has extrasensory perception mm -hmm. um so someone uh, someone they did a test on me the other day and found i had a very high level of extrasensory perception but mm, yeah but, but i'm sure you do i'm sure everyone everyone has these special kind of subtle qualities but you just you don't believe it or or you've never accessed it or you've never had that side of you empowered enough to take um to take action to actually do something about it huh? right right some some may have channeled it some may not have mm. you know so um but yeah that that ability is uh most likely within all of us yeah mm. So Jim, you mentioned uh, a couple times your Instagram channel and mm -hmm. uh, some, some, some live uh, uh, affirmations that, that you've done. Um, I'd love for the listeners to learn more about how they can uh, reach out to you or, or learn more about you. And uh, I wanna make sure and share that contact information in the episode show notes. Sure. Um, well, my Instagram is just my name at Jim Rajan. No, okay. um, I have a website, which is jimrajan.com. And on my website, it, it, it will take you to our, our healing music. So we've just started uh, a Spotify channel. Um, it's my name again, Jim Rajan. Uh, and very quickly, we're, we're getting loads and loads of people listening to our healing music. 
and it's music that I, I mean, I'm in my studio right now. You can see. Uh, um, yeah. And uh, when I started making music, I, I just made it because I like making music. But yeah. there was a point, there was a definite day when I realized, no, but I'm a healer. I make music and I'm a healer. And those two things came together. Mm. And so I really try to, when I'm making or when I'm composing music, or when I'm recording, to be, I, I, it's important that I'm in a special place. If I'm recording a piece of flute or, 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 or whatever, yeah. I have to be in the right place. I have to be in the right place. I have to be kind of coming from my heart. Otherwise, it, it's, it, it's not right. Because music right. is something, it's more than just sound. And, and, right. and people can really feel human beings have an intense ability that they don't even realize they have to really understand much more than what is given to them on the surface. Right. So my website has, uh, has links to our courses uh, and our courses are very short. They're just, uh, each one is, um, we have a 10 part course, a seven part one, a five part one, and each part is like 10 or 15 minutes long. And it's just a recorded audio that you, that you listen to. And many people do them again and again and again. And of course the website talks about me. Um, and, and what I do, uh, I do workshops as well. Uh, I did a wonderful workshop before coronavirus started with, with 10 people and it was just the most wonderful experience that we all went on. I, I don't put myself above anyone else and say, well, I'm the workshop giver, uh, you <laughs> no. are the minions. <laughs> minions. No, on the contrary, <laughs> I, 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 I really get in there with everyone because that's, that's living life. That is living, living life. life is, Living life is, yeah. is you roll up your sleeves and you get in there with the people on the street and you right. find ways to really um, bring the best out in them using yes. your own abilities. So, yeah, uh, yeah if, if, I think the, the best way to contact me is, is via my Instagram at Jim Rajan and come and send me a direct message. Um, okay. I, I love, I mean, I do all of this to connect with people. Uh, and just to, 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 to meet new people and find out about new people and new things and, and help people on their journey, really. And, and in yeah. doing so, I'm helping myself. That, that's the, the cycle of prosperity is that. It's you, you give and you give freely and you give without condition. You don't give to receive. You just give yeah. because giving is an awesome thing to do. And in so doing, you just happen to receive stuff. And you might not receive it from the person you give to. Right. You might receive it from someone else a year down the line, but you're like, Absolutely. ah, yeah. But then when you criticize people and you complain and you're negative about other people, then the cycle of prosperity stops until you go, ah, ah why is life falling to pieces all of a sudden? I need to be giving. Right. Yes. And, I, and you go out and you give someone a smile and you, even though it's coronavirus, you take your, you know, you smile with the mask on and people see it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no? Yeah, they do. Yeah. And they feel uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, and they feel it. You've just said it. You know, people feel so much more than it is on the surface. And when we yeah. start to tap into that, that, that's where my work kind of comes from. Very nice. Very nice. Jim. Man, I really, really appreciate you coming on the show, sharing your insights, really breaking down guided visualization uh, to us, and also, you know, just just being transparent, right? Uh, revealing yourself to to the listeners, um, and and also talking about being reflective and using those uh, those painful times to grow and to serve others. So, thanks so much for being on the show, man. No, my absolute pleasure. Yeah, my absolute pleasure. Anytime. If you want to want, to, want me back on again? Um, yeah, yeah, just let me know. Oh, no, we surely will. Absolutely. So now I want to go to a segment called Three for the Road. And in Three for the Road, I ask three final questions, okay? Uh, these last three questions, uh, they are spontaneous yet thought-provoking that I encourage my guests to answer in five words or less. So what do you say, Jim? You think you may be up for it? Yeah, super, super up for it. Let's go. All right, fantastic. And by the way, uh, these are customized questions for each of my guests. I don't ask the same question for each guest, okay? Okay. All right, so here we go. Three for the road, starting with question number one, Jim. What is freedom? 
<laughs> in five words. Um, okay. Freedom is living truthfully. I like it. I love it. And I felt that. I felt that. Living truthfully. Number two, can energy from one person to another be transferred as strong as a physical touch? Definitely. Mm. Definitely. I could, I could talk for about two hours on that subject. <laughs> yeah. I, I got you. But I won't. Nice. Cool. Oh man, you're, 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 you're blowing through this with flying colors, Jim. Okay. Number three, question three on three for the road. Tell me what words you have felt or heard or visualized in your deepest, darkest time in your life. Um, and this one, this one comes from my heart. The um, unconditional love, gratefulness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. And That's learning, powerful. and That's learning. Powerful. Yes, mm. love it, love it. Oh, that's great, Jim. Man, uh, I can't tell you how thrilled I am to have you on the show. Thanks again for being on on the show, Jim. Much appreciated. And uh, I want to let everyone know that uh, Jim's contact information, his Instagram channel, his website, and even his Spotify channel, we'll make sure and include all of those as direct links on the episode show notes. And Jim encourages you to shoot him a direct message via Instagram. He will take those and receive those because it's about connecting with people. Right, Jim? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know I'm, I'm one of the few people who, who says, yeah, send, send me a direct message. <laughs> because People get inundated, but I, that's what it's all about. You know, yeah. that, that's, that's what you take with you. You, you know, you take, yeah. all you can take is connections with yes. you. That's true. So true. So true. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in and listening. You know, the road to rediscovery is about helping others who are going through dark times. We want to let them know two things. Number one, they are not alone. And number two, there is always, always hope. We're all roadies on this journey of life. And you know what? It sure feels good having you on the journey with me. Thanks again for listening. We'll chat again soon.